0: There might be some people out there who feel like they might not have what it takes to be successful. They might feel like they don't have the people that's supporting them. I'm going to tell you like this. There's a you inside. I'm going to take my glasses off for this one because I got to look at you. all You got to see my eyes. There's a you inside of you that you haven't even met yet. There's a you inside of you that's waiting for you to be the best version of yourself, for you to live, to create beautiful experiences. Which things in your life have to die for you to give birth to you reaching your greatest potential? See, I'm going to tell you right this. You're the star of your movie. But in order for you to be the star of your movie, you got to be the MVP of your life. You got to be the most valuable participant. See, you can't sit around and wait for things to happen. You got to go out and make things happen. When you talk about becoming a mailbox millionaire, getting mailbox money, talking about getting paid in your sleep, either you get paid in your sleep or you work till you die. You got a choice to make. But I'm sending you love. I'm sending you beautiful, positive energy because you are amazing. You are whole. You are complete. You are everything that you ever needed to be. Mindset mogul. Describe myself in two words, Rich and Unemployed. These
1: stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bought.
2: Deposit hit chicks clearing. A none void. I know that ain't my it's called Nullin' Void. Where we going? Money going up. Alright, welcome. To the Rich and Unemployed yeah, yeah. Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan DuPatan, aka Finesse. Call me anything, but don't call me broke. Before we get started, make sure you guys check out the Patreon for the exclusive content. And check out the website ww.richunemployed.net for the merch. You also get this hat right now. It's available right now online. Now, I got a very special guest today. I know I always say that, but this guy is very special. Um, go ahead. Introduce yourself, bro.
0: Hey, y'all.
2: Sean Crumet,
0: also known as the Mindset Mogul. I'm the person that helps take your mindset, turn it into a tool set to
2: create cash flow and assets. Wait, say that again, bro. You said it kind of fast.
0: I'm the person that helps <laughs> you take your mindset, turn it into a tool set to create cash flow and assets.
2: hi. Yeah. Take us through that process. <laughs> they already be jumping straight into it like, yeah, okay, put you in the
0: game, coach. I mm-hmm. got you. So the whole purpose, like, and you probably know this already, right? Success is something you attract by the person you become. Mm-hmm. So literally you, if, if you become better, you receive better. Mm-hmm. So most people want better experiences. They want more money. The way to have better experiences and have more money is to become a better person. Mm-hmm. So it's all about personal development. As you grow within, everything else around you grows. Mm-hmm. So I teach people how to grow exponentially, how to become more effective in less time. Mm-hmm. See, like we talk about getting access to $100,000, than your job could pay you quicker than you could save it. But how do you do it, right? How do you get to that process? We show them the process. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we also offer an opportunity for people to see themselves as their higher self. Mm-hmm. So. You need an environment for that. So, we put people in an environment to succeed. Hmm. Now, the whole purpose for me is strategic partnerships. See, the primary focus is becoming more effective in less time, the primary pathway is strategic partnership. The result is multiple streams of impact and multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And I could break that down a little further.
2: <laughs> All right, let's, let's wait for that. All right, let's, let's, on your journey, what, who were you before this? And what was your life like?
1: Mm.
0: Man, how far can we go back?
2: Shit, to the womb. Damn.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let you know like this. Uh, the ancestors chose me. The ancestors. Yeah, I think the ancestors chose you too. That's deep. And I think the ancestors chose you. But let me, let me get to that, right? Mm-hmm. Before I was, I was an artist. like you know I could create paintings from out of nowhere, like just dope paintings, um, make, make music make beats uh rap sing, type of thing Mm -hmm. um act but I was a person that was just a creative you know just a creative Mm -hmm. um I lost both of my parents growing up my dad was murdered when I was two and uh he was murdered right in front of our building and my mom remarried she had twins and I had brothers and that that's 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 gonna play a big role later on but right now um when I was young, I lost my dad. I had to figure out like my purpose because growing up as a, my, my dad he passed away and then my mom remarrying, you kind of feel like the stepchild a little bit. Hmm. So you, you got to find your place in, in a sense. And from those moments, it always made me be like an introspective person to think about what life is. At a young age, I was already thinking about what life was. Because I knew there was a difference in my heart. I went to seven different schools in nine years. I had gastroesophageal reflux disease. Um, I lost over 55 pounds in 41 days. What is, what is that? This was a form of cancer. Like it was a cancerous form of um, reflux, acid reflux. A cancer?
2: Yeah. You were fat?
0: I, was, I wasn't I was as, I wasn't
2: fat, but. Uh, you say you lost 55 pounds. Like you just got I, skinny? I was, or you... uh, yeah, I got super skinny. Uh-huh. I mean, because I got, of the disease? Yeah. And, but what happened? Did you like overcome it, or, like, beat it? I'm still in the process of fighting it
0: fully, but i definitely overcame it because this thing was killing me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and when I lost those, those pounds, like you could, if I take my shirt off, you see my ribs right away. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was really like, and the doctor, he was like, yo. Is he, first of all, he took like a little test on me, put the camera down and he saw my esophagus. And he said, I can see what you have for breakfast today. I was like, breakfast? I didn't even eat today. He says, "Wait, hold on. Let me check again. Check. And he pulled it out again. He said, look, your esophagus is so badly burned. It's almost as if somebody took a fire and lit it on fire. Like, are you okay? How how do you feel? Mm. Like, And so from that point on, he showed me. He's like, look, you can't eat anything you used to eat. You got to now eat this, that. So I became plant-based. When I became plant-based, this changed my whole life. It it revived me. From that moment on, like, I was looking to... How old were you? This, this was honestly, like, this was 2017 when this happened.
1: 2017.
0: Yeah. So this is only a few years ago. This is 2017 mm-hmm. when this happened. Um,
2: were and, you Were you on this same mindset, the moral mindset? Was it that? I was
0: always the person who was able to think this way, but I wasn't that... Person yet. I wasn't the mindset mogul yet. Uh I was a person who was an entrepreneur, person who was a creative. Right, right. I didn't have the brand yet. Right. I didn't have the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going around, like I would go to different parties. I'm from New York City. So Mm -hmm. I would go to different parties in New York and I would record and I would make recap videos, send Mm -hmm. them out, and post stuff like that. Um, I would edit for people. And during this time, I was doing graphics for Netflix and Roku. And when I had lost the weight. They see me shrunk. I was like, can I just stay home to recover, right? They said, all right, cool. So they let me stay home for like three and a half weeks, four weeks or whatever. They told me to come back to the office. When they told me to come back to the office, I said, I gotta make a decision. Either I'm gonna work here or I'm gonna leave because I can't work from home. So this is 2018. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. And this is the first moment I became more effective in less time. This is when the brand started to take seed. Mm-hmm. So. I said, let me take my vacation days. I took every Monday and I took every Friday off. And I worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I worked three days a week and got paid for five days. And I had a four-day weekend. Mm-hmm. That changed my whole perspective. Mm-hmm. It's actually possible to work three days a week, get paid the same amount of money as you work with five, and then still be able to enjoy yourself. And then from there, I said, oh, man, I got to figure out a way to become more effective in less time. This I'm on to something right now. Mm-hmm. So from that moment, that is what spawned the whole transformation of love, connectivity, financial prosperity, becoming more effective in less time through strategic
2: partnerships. Okay, what was your mindset back then? Because right now,
1: you know, the, the,
2: the few occasions that I met you, um, the, your energy level is like uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Just a very positive person. I know the first time you came here, like you made up, you made. It, no, you prayed. You made us pray. And I was like, damn, this guy's a really good guy. But like, what, was you like that back then? Uh, no, that, that developed over time. Like, so, okay.
0: So during this time, right, where I was sick, which was 2017, 2018, I almost died, bro. When, when you almost die, you get to a point where, you, you, okay, everything else is upside for me. Everything else is gravy. I got gratitude in my attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that should change my altitude.
1: <laughs> you understand? Know so
0: now I'm on a different frequency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing frequently, changes my frequency. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, yo, everywhere I go, I'm just like, yo, um, I appreciate you. I appreciate because when you get something taken away from you, now understand the value of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: I would go to the parties, right, at the end of the party, at the end of the night, just like how I did when we was here. Yo, can I say something? While, while I raise my hand, my heart beating, boom, 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 you can hear it, because if it's quiet, you can hear it. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm like, damn, everybody looking, everybody standing, I got to do it, yo, I got to do it. So I raise my hand, like, yo, can I say something real quick? Everybody looking like, yo, what's up? All right, I just want to say this to y'all. I appreciate you coming together. I appreciate you coming together. Why? Because y'all making this moment very special. Can y'all all snap it up and clap it up for yourselves right now? People start clapping. It up, and it's different. Nobody ever do this. All right. I need y'all to take out your phones real quick. Take out my phone. Yeah, come on. Take out your phones real quick. Put the camera on selfie mode. I want you to talk to yourself because how often do you actually talk to yourself? How often do you actually appreciate yourself and say, yo, I love you. Yo, you're amazing. I appreciate you for bringing me to this destination right here. And the reason why I discovered that was... That's how I felt when I was, when I was naked and I was seeing myself like all oh, skinny like this. I'm like, damn, how can I, how could I expect somebody else to love me? And in this moment, I'm not loving me.
1: Mm.
0: So I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to make sure I do the mirror work. So that's what it started doing the mirror work. So every time I go out, I'll make sure everybody else gets a chance to do a mirror work. Because if you just drop a seed somewhere,
1: mm.
2: hopefully it starts planting a tree. Where did this come from? Did you get inspired by someone else doing this? Or this is just, you know what? I did it once and I'm going to just keep doing it. Bro, I was looking for more.
0: Mm. So I was doing graphics for Netflix and Roku. And don't get me wrong. It was a great job. People would love to do it. But my, I, I was capped. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about a salary, salary is cap. Mm. I thought I was better than that. So if this is my life, this life is capped. <laughs> I'm better than this. This life is capped, bro. Mm. I, it got to be something more than this. Mm. I'm, I'm reaching. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Oh, shit, I'm finding out all this different, um, uh, like, things I would never actually know if I didn't study or didn't go deep into the rabbit hole to understand and uncover that. Things like false flags, false flag attacks, like, where they set you up to believe that this thing is happening, but it's just to control the masses, population
1: thing. Hmm.
0: Propaganda with the media. Hmm. They put a seed out there to control the way that you think and the way that you operate.
2: So you reversed it. Right.
0: So I start working backwards I say, okay, who do I need to become to have this result? And I said, well, one day I was doing a, so I'll put you on. Um, so when I was at, when I was doing graphics for Netflix and Roku, there was an opportunity that we had in the making to acquire um, a building. So this was a brownstone house mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And, you know, if you know anything about that, this, this is worth millions, right? So we had an opportunity to get it and we got it. Made six figures the very first deal. You're kind of familiar with this story. So you made six figures the very first deal. That same time, that same money, we took, got an apartment, did Airbnb out of that. I make it $2,000, $3,000. I'm like, how am I doing that in this short amount of time? Hmm. All right, cool. I just put, put it aside. Let's just keep running it. Keep running the play. And I realized when they had sat me down and they said, you got to make a choice, right, between working now or you know quitting. It was like, all right, I got to figure out another way. And I said, I need ownership. I can never have somebody else tell me again that my life is in jeopardy because of the way they feel about me recovering about something that I need to recover from. That just didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I needed ownership. Mm-hmm. So I looked at my brothers. I got two other brothers. And I, I told you that this would come into to play, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't cry about the fact that I didn't have my biological dad, my first dad. Um, I did have my second dad so my brothers it was like it was like almost like yes i i, I lost one thing but i gained two more mm-hmm. so sometimes in losses you think you lose and you think it's a setback but it's really a setup so having my brothers this was a set up and this was set up for the future later mm-hmm. on me and my brothers we invested into real estate now we got a million dollar portfolio right in real estate we're mm-hmm. like whoa we just stumbled upon this really mm-hmm. we we had a little mentorship but most of it was just grind and hustling and going out and seeing what's working, trial and error, being available. And we started to realize, wow, we are we're chosen. Because everybody else around us couldn't couldn't keep up with the pace of demand, like working working long, long hours, like being a person that goes out to do something instead of waiting for it to happen. Like and we realized, oh snap,
2: we got something. So You said that you had to become someone to get the result that you want, right. what was the result that you was looking for?
0: The result I was looking for was a better me, right? The result I was looking for was more time and freedom. The result I was looking for was the ability to create my own experiences. The result I was looking for was more income. Mm-hmm. The result I was looking for was beautiful
2: experiences. Mm. So who is this person? Who, who did? What did this person turn into,
0: become? So, so, as I mentioned, I had the Airbnb, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a guest come over. Guest came, and this dude, he was making money. He had all his equipment. I'm like, bro, what's doing with his equipment? You're in the Airbnb? Like, like, I'm transitioning from house to house right now. He, said, he had all his equipment. I said, what do you do? He said, I make music. I said, how do you make music? Like, You getting paid for it? He said, yeah, bro, I, got a, I, got, I teach classes. I'm like, how do you get paid to make music like this? I said, I'm making music. Remember I told you I'm doing something mm-hmm. like this? So He's like, I got a major level up for you. I'm going to send you to a place, and if you want to go, it's going to help you build place was called Landmark. I went to Landmark, and it was a whole seminar on personal development. Day one, I walked in there, and I seen a roadmap. That was the first time I ever seen a roadmap from start to finish of what it could possibly be like to do anything. At my at my 9 to 5, I never seen a roadmap. They never said, okay, you're going to work as a, a junior editor, then you're going to move to a senior editor. Then you're gonna... That, that wasn't there. That's what was, just What was hope. the roadmap? What was, what the, was the roadmap, bro. Problem? The roadmap was literally, yo, you're going to learn how to... to rem- you gotta unlearn the things that you had to learn to survive, in order to succeed. Number one, like, what the, what is that? I
2: never heard that before.
0: You have to now get to a place of nothingness in order to add to your life. I'm like, what the heck are he they talking about?
2: Damn, take take everything out your life, start over, basically right? reset. Button. And I'm
0: like, how can you do that? Like, it, so that's the first thing that intrigued me. And then it gave me a roadmap to the finish line to say that you're going to be whatever you said that you wanted to be. I said, whoa, okay, I, I want to make sure I could do that. Mm. So. It was it was open-ended, right? So whatever you felt, you got the results for whatever you felt. Whatever I felt, I got the results and so on and so forth. What I wanted was that time, that freedom, that flexibility to create beautiful experiences. And they told me that I can get it and they showed me how to get it. And when I got it, bro, it changed my life.
1: Hmm.
0: It changed my life. So now I was able to say, okay, cool. I'm going to leave graphics for Netflix and Roku. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. It's either going to work or has to work.
2: At this point, you're only doing Airbnb. I'm
0: doing Airbnb. Uh, um, I'm doing videos, photography. Mm-hmm. I'm doing music, and also I'm get, helping people get funded, um, and doing credit repair. Where all this come from, bro? Yeah, yeah, this this came. This is how it came. First, it it came from learning experience. So when we got the first property, right? We we was pulling our own money together. When we first got the property, we was pulling our own money together. It wasn't enough. We invested it to a capital partner. The capital partner came with half the money, and that is what showed us, okay, we got to get access to money. So one of my brothers, our financial advisor, Mr. Brooklyn Business, he was the first one to go out and get business credit. Mm-hmm. He went out and got business credit. That's how he was able to go and get the apartment faster than, you know, we thought that we could get it. But I was showing paste up and all that stuff and just got a whole apartment. Damn. renting out the apartment, doing making a whole bunch of moves. People start asking, how did you do it? So we start showing people how to do it for free. Start doing seminars for free. Going around Brooklyn, going around Queens, going around Manhattan, going around New York City. How, how effective was that? It, it was effective. It was effective.
2: Because I know some people don't pay for things, they really don't take it serious. Right. Or a lot of people don't show up because it's free. But the, the, the moment that you pay for something, that's when you kind of, it, well, it depends on how much money you pay for it, too.
0: Mm. It was different. It was, it was money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you, you get somebody money, <laughs> that's a different game. That's it, different, bro. They mm-hmm. got money. So now they're starting to leave us testimonials. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro, I got access. But what they're doing is that they're blowing the money. They're taking the money and they're going on vacation. They're taking the money and they're just spending it on their girls going to do X, Y, and Z. You're supposed to do it. Uh, you're supposed to invest it. You're supposed to have anchors. You're supposed to have affiliates. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we start teaching a class. Every, every um, Monday, whatever. First, we was on a, we was on a calls like we was on our own Zoom calls getting, like, looking for properties, motivated sellers. So we start teaching people how to do that, how to look for properties. And then we start teaching people, okay, how, how, how can you acquire the property? You have to get the funding for the property, then liquidate the cards to pay for the property. Mm-hmm. So that turned into a job. So now I'm not, I'm not going in as the person who's doing the, the funding. I'm the middleman. I'm the liaison. And I'm just segueing people in. $2,000, $1,000. That's my profit. Just to talk to people. Hmm. So this showed me that I can get rich fast. And I said, it ain't even about the rich part. It's about the impact. And when I started seeing it from that way, that's how the mindset mogul started to develop because I started talking about being who you are, being most people are doing, but you got to be the person that's being. Is mindset mogul just you or is it a group of people? It's me, but you could be a mindset mogul. I'm Mm -hmm. just mindset mogul crew. That's just just me.
2: Let's talk about... Let me ask you about partnership. Um, you mentioned that your your brothers right. were the one that you know one went to uh, one got the business funding. Right. How many is it? Two, three people? It's three of us. Three. Yeah. Okay. Partnership. Now, could you have done this alone versus you doing this with three people? I just talk about like like the effectiveness okay. of, of multiple minds working together.
0: It's possible to do it alone, but that's the slow road to success, and most people never get there. Doing it with people expedites your results, and you get it faster. So I think, like when I did research, ninety-nine percent of successful businesses are created through strategic partnerships.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't even want to do it alone. That's the way. That's that's too much. I used to, I used to try to do it alone. I used to do the video editing. Mm-hmm. I used to do the photography. I used to do the Airbnb. I'm doing all these different things. I got somebody helping me, but basically, I'm just I'm running it all.
2: It take a toll on a person. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even do like your main thing right let's just say that your main thing was just editing you can't even focus on the editing because you got to do a, all the other mis- the moving okay. parts mm. and i went through that like with my podcast like yeah. i was the only person working i had no employees i had nobody working for me no help and i was all of these parts and the day that i started like putting people in place shit just started going up 100%. faster faster so with your brothers well you say you have a million dollar portfolio now. Right. How long did that take? I
0: mean, that, that's it's that, it surpassed but that. It, it it took it took a few years. Honestly, it took like five to six years to even get to that point. Hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't overnight. Yeah, we got six figures the very first deal, but then we went and got another deal that we put money into the same money that we got from the deal that had a bad deal, so we lost money. Mm-hmm. So and then we got into a jam during the pandemic. Had to um, had to liquidate some of the assets and sell off some of the properties. Because we were buying too much at once, and but every obstacle was an opportunity to show our greatness. Mm-hmm. So we got jammed up in 2020 because people weren't paying rent. Mm-hmm. So we we thinking that real estate this whole way of getting out, but it's slow money. Real estate is slow game. So we was like, "Fuck." We called a family legacy meeting. Had a whole meeting. Okay, with the family. With the family, like, yo, let's see your credit report. Let's see what you got. Like, who got funds here? Who got access? Who got credit cards? Long story short, we had one person, <laughs> one person with an 800 credit score. The 800 credit score allowed us gave us a way out because now he was able to leverage the 800 credit score, throw our cousin on the operating agreement, go ahead and get funded, purchase another property, do a fix and flip on that, get the cash, liquidate that, pay him off, pay off the cards, bam, we back in the game. Oh, shoot. This is something that we can also sell now. Hmm. So now, now we realize we got to become more effective in less time again. Instead of working so hard, like we gotta work smart. So how can we do something one time and get paid for it over time, on time? We gotta teach people how to do what we did. Mm. Make a course, make some ebooks.
2: Is it just on real estate or just like?
0: It was it was just on it was just on first it was on um
2: business funding.
0: Then it was on real estate. And we my brother this was about my brother. He he was the one that was spearheading this part, mm. right, with the real estate. So he made a movie. Uh, we all put together, you know, Some, some we was all involved in a movie, and we all showcased, what basically the property that we got outside of, um, I mean, from the six-figure deal or whatever. And from that, it was like we, we put it in theaters and sold it out in theaters. And then not only did we sell it out in theaters, we said we're going to offer a new program, and we're going to teach you how to do real estate. We're going to teach you and show you and have regular classes and, and make an academy out of it. Called the Mailbox Millionaire Academy where you're getting paid because we talk about a mailbox money. Mm-hmm. See, what's the difference between a cubicle thousand and a mailbox millionaire? A cubicle thousandaire is somebody that sits around and wait for things to happen just like when we get told, hey, did you get this thing done? Hey, did you do this? A worker. Right.
2: In a cubicle. Right. Gotcha.
0: And a mailbox millionaire is somebody that get up and makes sure that things happen. Mm-hmm. Two different things. Two different lifestyles.
2: So you got your book here. Yeah. Can I see it? 100%. When did you write this?
0: This, honestly, this was a collection since 2018, all the way up into 2021. All I did was every single time I got breakthroughs, I went to mentorships, I went to seminars, I learned things online, I had um, some digital assets, I had virtual coaches, I had in-person coaches. Every single time I had a breakthrough, I wrote it down. See, the issue is most people don't write down what they're dealing with, what they're going through. So they keep seeing the same things in their lives. They have a predictable future and a predictable present because they're not living in the possibilities of what is right here happening right now. And they're not learning from the past. I had to learn from my past. So let me ask you a question real quick What's the purpose of, of the past?
2: Um, so you won't make the same mistakes. All right, to learn from it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the purpose of learning? To use it for something.
0: Right. The, the purpose of learning is mastery. Mm-hmm. So now you learn from the past. What do you see? You see the future. When you learn from the past, you can see the future. But where do you live at? Where do you operate from?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You operate from the possibilities of the present. And when I realized that, I said, whoa. I have to actually be the person that I wanna become now. I'm not waiting for it, i am gotta be, be them now. So all the times I was writing things down, I'm making sure I'm implementing them right away, mm-hmm. right away, right away, right away. And mm-hmm. it was working so effectively that people would come to me because we would have these groups, right? Once COVID shut down, like when COVID shut everything down, we had these private groups, right? private meetups. And um, it was basically like me teaching my own seminars in person and people would hit me up the next week and be like, yo, what you said would be stuck. And now I'm thinking, like, what would crew do? Like, now I mean, when I get into a situation, I'm like, what would crew do? Like, you're like my little Gandhi. People start sending me messages. So I got all of these, like, receipts, like, from way back. Like, people sending me messages. And I'm like, damn. So one person said, yo, honestly, you should write a book because I'm not here with you all the time. So if you write a book, at least I could be able to go reference some of the things. Because mm-hmm. you say a lot of stuff that I probably just forgot.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: when we come to me, I'm not thinking about writing it down. I'm just chopping it up and, and bobbing. All right, let's make a book made a book. But the crazy thing about the book, it, it, it spawned it because, like, I was sitting at home on a bed one day. It was, like, 9, 9 o'clock, 9.30. It was at nighttime. I'm in New York City. It's a little cold outside. Um, the room is dark. Got, like, like these lights on, colorful lights. Um, and I'm thinking, like, my mom, she told me something. She said, she said, never let my sickness become your weakness. I told you all about my mom passed away. She had 13 brain tumors, a collapsed lung. And um, this, this was tough, mm-hmm. you know? And before she passed away, she told me that. She said, never let my sickness become your weakness. So I never used to tell people my story. You know, we got to be strong. Like I'm still mm-hmm. strong. You know, I can get through it. You know, I had, went to seven different schools, nine years. I still finished salutatorian. Only reason why I wasn't valedictorian, valedictorian, because I wasn't in that school long enough. When I first started, I had a 65 average. That's one point away from failing. That was in ninth grade. My mom passed away in ninth grade. And so fast forward to where, you know, now I'm sitting on that bed and I'm thinking about my life. And I'm saying, I got to be the best version of myself. I got to be the best version of myself.
2: You know, people say that. Like, it's just like an easy task. Right. You know, like, but it's really not. When you actually think about the person you really got to become and the things that's coming for you. Right. And the things that you got to do to become that, it's nothing easy. Like, you really got to wake up every day, like, with, with some type of dog in you. Like, I got to go for it. You really got to have a reason, too. You just can't just say it. You got to really have a deep, a deepening reason to want to become that version. Right. What was the reason?
0: You know, because one day I asked my mom, like, when she told me not to let my, not, not to let her weakness, not to let her, um, her sickness become my weakness, I didn't, I never wanted to tell people my story. And from that moment, I was like, damn, that's not what she really meant. What she meant was just don't let it be a, a thing that I would, just don't let it not let me reach my full potential. Like a burden. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because I asked another question too. This was like, she was like dying. Like, and it was like she was in a hospice. Like, this was a kid when I first learned that when you go to the hospice, that means that there's nothing that they could do for you. Like And then when I found that out, I'm like, ma, t- tell me what I need to do. Like, you, you tell me right now what I need to do. Because I don't know. I,
1: never, you know mm-hmm.
0: like, I don't know. Like, and she said, you know, you know what to do already. And when I was sitting in the bed and I I was sitting on the bed and I was thinking about writing a book and I was thinking about putting that out, I said, damn, I think we all know what to do. But we know what we need to do. But do we do it? We know we need to go to the gym. Do we do it? We know we should change our eating lifestyles. Do we do it? We know what to do already. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Let me think about that. She always told me I was a star. I got to go out there and shine my light. So the reason to be the greatest version is because my mom, she set that table for me. She told me, you are a star, and I felt it from, from day one. And so I got to go live up to my full potential, and then I realized through my research, that's the whole purpose of what God wants you to do, live up to your full potential.
2: I want to ask you about this chapter, uh, the law of connectivity. Yeah. The power of the human connection. Yeah. You can you talk about that? So when you talk about the law of connectivity, you're
0: connected to everybody that you meet. Like, you are the star of your movie. Mm. I'm the star of my movie. When we come together, we co-star.
2: Yo, I say that shit all the time. I, listen, I'll be like, well, not in those exact words, but I'll be like, okay, listen, I have my own reality, my own world. You have your own world. And when we meet, our worlds unite, clash. Well, not clash, unite. Say the same thing, but keep going.
0: Right. You ever mess with a messy girl? I told you I want to talk about relationships. Why you ain't hold me down, King? I told y'all I I to talk that. about relationships. I ain't heard that, bro. I told you they be talking about business too much, right? <laughs> Look, so um, so if you if you involve with a messy girl, right, mm-hmm. she brings some mess into your life, right? Because of that principle that the two worlds collide. Mm-hmm. So if we understand that two worlds collide, then I need to be with the best of the best. If I'm the best of the best, but my family, they don't really study like me. They don't, they don't look to be the best. They they worry about problems. They've got the broke mindset. They pass over opportunities repeatedly, so they become poor. Like, then what, what am I doing? Exactly. I'm doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you be in a room with four millionaires, you probably become what? Fifth, fifth. If I'm in a room with four broke people, she I'm getting out that room. <laughs> I'm out of there fast. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's one of those things, like when you realize connection is like, Bro, the more I got to know about myself, the more I got to know about everybody else. So yeah. that day I came in here and we doing a prayer and all that stuff, I know everybody need that. We need love, bro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we don't really have love. Who taught us how to communicate? Who taught us how to build with each other? Who taught us how to really have interpretation? Because we talk about communication, but we don't talk about interpretation. Mm-hmm. Interpretation is how you see it, how you perceive it, mm-hmm. right? And most people, they perceive the world as on, that they're on the victim stage. Like, everything is happening to them, but everything is happening through them. Like, this right here for us, bro, like, we could either make this the best, bro, make this the best podcast, or we could just, like, play it, whatever. I'm here to make it the best. Mm. That's why I said I want to talk about relationships, because talking about me is not going to really help anybody too much. Talking about the experiences that we all experience, that's going to help somebody.
2: Well, keep going on the relationship. You said messy chick. What kind of chick do you go for? Look, man. The best? The best?
0: You know, I try to go for the best of cream the
2: best, I try to go for the cream of the crop.
0: Mm. It's something about the best of the best that make me feel good. But it, it, what, what is the best of the best? <laughs> so for me, the best of the best is this. Uh, first of all, I, I love a woman who's about personal development first. Mm-hmm. She has to be about personal development. And number two, she has to be plant-based. That's just like for long-term. I, I could be with a short-term, but if she ain't plant-based, I, I can't be with a long-term. But personal development. Understanding that you got to work on yourself. You ever been with a woman that you outgrew or she probably outgrew you? It's just personal development. Mm -hmm. You you work at something and somebody else stays stagnant. And you just now, your two worlds can't collide. You miss each other. So now when you talk, you're missing a point. Now when you talk, you can't reach her.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now when she's talking to you, you you don't know what's going on. Not on the same frequency. Mm -hmm. I need somebody that's on that frequency to understand that you got to be the best of the best. But I also want somebody that's on that soft side, that wants to be loved. See, because everybody wants these five things, whether you're a man or woman. Everybody wants to feel loved, appreciated, heard, felt, and seen. People say they want that, but then when somebody's doing it, they don't allow a person to give it to them. I want a person that's going to allow me to give that to them. I want a person that will give it to me.
2: That's real. Have you thought that?
0: I mean, yeah, I, I've experienced it.
2: I had this conversation today. And um, homie was like, man, I got this white girl, bro. She do everything for me. Like She is the girl of my dreams. but I can't do it because she's white. Yo. <laughs> He's like, I gotta, I gotta marry a black girl. And I'm like, okay, well, well, nigga, what if you don't find that? What if you don't find that in a black girl, but you got this right here, he won't do it because it's family. I can't bring the white girl home. They are gonna look at me crazy. I'm like, well, are you doing it for them or are you doing it for you? You gotta do what makes you happy. You're like, man, what makes me happy is a black girl. Yeah. But you might not ever find this black woman. You might be searching forever. But you had this white woman, this perfectly white woman in front of you. <laughs> this white woman. <laughs> what would you do? I was in that position. <laughs> you look like it too. You're like, you're like, you met some white girls in your life, man. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was. I was in that position. So the the thing about it is, like, you're 100 percent right. Like, who are you doing this for? This is about creating beautiful experiences, mm-hmm. right? So now, in that position too this this is how I looked at it. when I was with that person, I was still attracted to the other person, like the that melanated skin. I was still attracted to that
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I realized that it was a limit to it. That doesn't mean that every woman it just meant that woman that I'm referring to yeah so but what you're saying is so crucial, but it's a it's a duality in it. it's like because is that settling I think so if, if you if you're the if you're the creator of your world, you could find that woman in fact. It's not even that you have to find that woman. You got to be the man that pulls it out of the woman. If you're that dude, you pull it out of her. She becomes that for, trust me, bro. I just experienced this. <laughs> like, this is real. It's real stuff. Like it, she. Th- think about it this way. The same woman who would give it up to all these other guys, but then make you wait for it. Like, why does she make you wait for it? Because you allowed it. Because you allowed it. It, it, and a woman who makes a man wait for it, you, you're not doing anything. Just please stop doing that. Like for any woman like who's out there making a guy wait, you're not doing anything. And you're not helping yourself. You're hurting yourself.
2: The nigga's just really waiting for his time, man. I'm gonna hit regardless.
0: But he, the problem with that is you make it worse for yourself. Because now, now when he hit, now he's about to really leave. Right? And it doesn't mean everybody. I just mean like somebody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> somebody. <laughs> so you said that you experienced that. You experienced that with both. A white and black. Yeah, I experienced that with both. So you you found the black woman and pulled it out of her. Yes. <clears> but like with the white woman, did you have to pull anything? Yeah,
0: that's. I got to think on that one real quick. Hold on. Um I didn't. I don't think I pulled. I didn't. I didn't have to pull it out of her. Not, it,
2: not to the white woman? No,
0: mm. it, it was more like it was there if I wanted it. If if I wanted to accept that's what she was giving me, we're married and we're overseas in Denmark somewhere. Like you get what I'm saying? Like mm. and she was a beautiful person. I love her. Like amazing. When I was sick, and, you know, she was the one who really was helping me in a lot of ways.
2: Um so, so, but didn't choose her because the color it, of her I, skin.
0: It, it wasn't because of the color of the skin. That's not had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with at the time, my maturity my level of maturity did not allow me to see that that was the best relationship for me because wow. of my other feelings.
2: Towards a melanin. Right. Okay. Let's go to the black woman. Yeah. What did, like how, how tough was it to pull it out of this woman? Because I mean, you said you got to be that person. One, you got to be him. Yeah. You know, you can't go ask for You know, perfection or whatever you're looking for without being that person that, the person you're looking for is look like. it's not gonna work out because you're acting for this type of woman, but what she wants ain't you. Right. So, one, you were that person, correct? Right. And then two, when you finally meet this woman, how do you? What What was the struggle like to get it out of her? You had to show her, like you know, that you wasn't the typical guy. The,
0: it, it wasn't the struggle so much with me having to show her. It was a struggle with her having to feel confident that that was actually happening. That she was worthy of this type of love. Oh, that she was experiencing something that she asked for, something that was so beautiful, something that was so loving and pure that it seemed like it wasn't real. I fell on that though. I mm-hmm. felt, I fell on that because I feel, sometimes, like in my position, like I, I get that where I'm, I don't know she, she really like me for me. Mm-hmm. I know who I am, but damn, like this is happening quick. Yeah. But I, like, I'm gonna be honest though, I don't want you to show up on the first date with your representative. Right, I want you to give me your real you from day one. Mm-hmm. I want the real you because I'm gonna give you the real me from day one. And sometimes when a girl give you the real me or a woman give you the real, the real her on day one, it could be a little skeptical because the position that you're in. Mm. So, like, so now you you have to fight that too and have to understand. Okay, right, cool. Let me just be me and not worry about anything else. And during that time, like when I'm, when I'm giving her this love and I'm giving her this affection, it was it wasn't about me. It was about her. Just like when. The other girl, she was ready for that commitment from me. And it wasn't about her. It was about me. So this is what I was talking about with the frequency thing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like, if if you're not on the same frequency, you could try to communicate. You could try to delegate. You could try to imitate. You could do all these other things. But it's not going to matter if you're not operating on the same frequency.
2: The woman that, um, the black woman, uh, what's your status now?
0: I wish I had a status. I don't have a status.
2: I mean, you said she was perfect. Right. You said she was perfect. So why she ain't?
0: Man, let's let's clarify. I don't know if she. If I said she was perfect or not. Perfect but for you. She she possessed the qualities, but the truth of the matter is, when you feel it, you 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 make it real. And it and it wasn't. It was my immaturity. It it, it was where I was at at the time that made me not do the things that I w- would love to do now. Mm-hmm. It, it it was my immaturity. It was me it was me seeing it a certain way versus understanding that I can manipulate the situation for both of us to benefit. I was just looking at it from my own perspective. Mm-hmm. And I wanted her to catch up to my speed, not understanding that that that's kind of not that's like that's that's not really emotionally intelligent.
2: What do you gotta say about <clears throat> Men, we, um, we find these good women and, you know, we take them through this fucking journey and that journey leads to nowhere. You know, we didn't got these women in love. We didn't fed them, not lies, but we sold them a dream basically. And sometimes we got to say it in words. They just go based off our actions. Just go based on how we move and what they perceive to think what's going to happen. Right.
0: I don't think we sell them a dream. I think the dream changes. I think when we start off, there's a mutual understanding. Just this is how it goes, right? Like, who really cares about who's sleeping with who when you first start talking to them? Nobody. Mm -hmm. Until you start to catch what we call feelings and you change the dream. And then that's when things start to change. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's us like selling a dream. I just think that. You need to make sure that you communicate with the significant other when things start to change so that way you all can be in unison. I, I just really think that happens. Like because another thing too is that a lot of men settle, a lot of men settle for Mrs. Right now instead of Mrs. Right. And and that's what that 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 causes a problem. Say that again. So a, a lot uh, women settle for men that come to them, right? So this is the gripe that I have with women. Like women complain about men and they talk about how men is this or men is that. Not all women, but obviously just for the sake of like women complain about that and they're mad at a decision that they made to choose to settle with somebody that came to them. So they're not going out to get the guy that they truly want. They settling for the guy that comes to them, but who's most likely to come to them? Like think about it. You go out, you go out and you out with your girlfriends or whatever. You hang it out. with your a girl and you. Which guy you think is actually going to have the guts and the courage to come up to you?
2: The one that's not your type.
0: The, the, the one that is probably going to lead you and then go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because he, that's what he's doing. He's shooting his shot. Like, if you say no to him, you think he's going home to cry? No. All right, cool. Peace. Next. Next person. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right? And then for men, when you look at it from the man's perspective... He already knew that. He already knew going in that this wasn't the one. He already knew going in that mm-hmm. this was a Mrs. right now. And it wasn't Mrs. right. There's an issue with that because the way that we operate in that manner also leads to the type of income that we make. Your income is directly tied to the relationships that you have. Not just the women. Not just women all just all Mm -hmm. but the way that you carry yourself in relationships is the way that you carry yourself in relationships so whether it's a business relationship whether it's a romantic or platonic relationship Mm -hmm. you carry yourself almost in a similar pattern and um most people they think that you're supposed to be with one person the truth is you're meant to be with multiple people Am, am i making this up i
2: don't know i don't know your sources
0: okay so let's break down the source.
2: You, are you saying everyone?
0: I'm saying every single person is meant to be with multiple people. At one time? Nah, nah, I ain't say at one time. One time is your
2: choice. You're lifetime. Yes. But not, not one.
0: But the, the key behind that statement is don't don't specify it that way. Just speak about it and you'll see what a person's interpretation, where their perception lies already because that is what's... That's the differentiator between a mailbox made in and a cubicle thousand. In. That's the differentiator between a person who is is rich in unemployed and a person who's just employed
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's the mindset your mindset gives perception and gives direction right so if if you're a person who believes that you're meant to be with one person you probably also think that you're meant to have a job when you get one single source of income then you take that one single source of income and you split it with two or three four people because you got children and got significant other and then now you wonder why you don't have money you're meant to be with multiple people because multiple people, you're meant to serve them. We're meant to come together. Multiple people, you're meant to learn from. And as you learn, mm-hmm. you earn. So as you learn, when you go through these partners, so you shouldn't be complaining about your ex. You shouldn't be pissed off about your ex. You shouldn't be blocking your ex. You shouldn't be doing any of that. Why? Because your ex is who your ex is the person that's allowing you to grow. Your ex is that soul you, that allow you to grow. See, mm-hmm. now you understand when you take that experience from your ex, you become what? Better. Better. So you should be thankful. You, you should find better. Mm. You want better. Mm. Talk that talk, King. Mm. That's very true. So you should want mm-hmm. to express that love and gratitude mm-hmm. to your ex-partners. Because they helped you on this journey. So shout out to anybody who I've been with who helped me grow. Because I needed that. Mm-hmm. So now when it comes to you creating cash flow, when you create an opportunity, most people say, y'all, I just want to work for myself. How you work for yourself, King? You take the money that's in your pocket and then you pay yourself. Because I'll be seeing this online because hurt mm-hmm. people teach hurt things, right? I see this online. where People be like, yeah, so all right, cool. Um, you you want to pay yourself. I don't know how you pay yourself. I just, I never experienced paying myself, taking money out of my pocket, put into my hand, then paying myself and put it or put it in my bank. And it doesn't make sense to me because if I did that and I just started spending and did that, I would run out of money. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not about working for one person. It's not about working for yourself. It's about working for everybody in your target audience. It's about becoming more effective in less time through strategic partnerships. So the way that you operate on your relationships, most of the time you are going to typically operate in your business. Let me show you another dynamic. So a high level man, how, how, how many streams of income do you might think a high level man might have? At least three. Okay. How many women do you might think he have? at least two okay so you start to see what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> so the way you operate in one relationship is pretty much how you operate in other relationship mm-hmm. and a person who just so when we get out of when we feel struggle we're out of alignment when we feel flow we're in alignment so now when it comes to cash flow you got to be in alignment what is your alignment most people don't know because they haven't even given themselves an assignment They haven't even assessed their lives and see what they want, see what they want from their worlds. Mm -hmm. They just operating off of what they see on TV, which is called programming. So, okay, cool. If I'm a high level man, I want my woman to be on my programming. That's why I want her to be okay with me being with other women right
2: now. Say that, brother. Say that.
0: So understanding that your cash flow is directly related to the people that you are in relation with. Hmm. So... I have a summit coming up, right? And the summit is to help you turn your annual income into monthly income. Because that's what I help people do, Mm -hmm. right? Um, First thing you got to do is you got to have your anchor, right? Second thing you got to have is your affiliates. Then you want to have assets, investments, upsells. So I'll break it down real quick. So my anchor is a personal to business development. Your anchor might be a podcast. Okay, cool. From your anchor being a podcast, right? Let's say we just talk about you. Let's say your anchor is being a podcast. Let's say people want to come on a podcast or let's say you, you, you shoot videos or something like that or you, whatever you do, your anchor, you charge probably like, let's say a thousand dollars for whatever your anchor is. And let's just say you get five people to be on board or purchase the service or product of your anchor. Okay. That's cool. That's $5,000. If you get five people in one month, that's $5,000. Most people don't make that at the job, the average person, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's an average type of salary, right? Okay, cool. Now, what you don't have at the job that you can have, but um, well, you can still have this at the job, but they most people who work a nine to five or work to 40 don't have this, but affiliates. So now you go with the affiliate. So now you might know somebody, you shoot shooting videos with people or whatever, cool, but now you might know somebody to get somebody funded. All, all artists, like any artist that comes to as a rapper, what they talk about? Getting money, getting to the bag. They want a label. Why would they want a label? They want a label because they want to get funded. Okay, you're shooting videos for artists. Every artist I shoot video for, I'm going to get them funded $100,000 faster than a job could pay them more quicker than they could save it. Wait, what are you saying right now? So I got $5,000 for anybody who I shoot videos for, shot videos for five people. So those same five people, maybe three people are ready for funding out of those five people. Okay. Maybe my my assignment fee, maybe my fee is about what? Let's say 5% because the average uh, percentage, you know, it's like 10% of when you go get somebody funded, you take like 10%. That's like the, the commission fee. Mm-hmm. So let's just say I'm just the person that is, I'm not doing the work, I'm just passing the person along and maybe I got 5%, 5% for three people, how much is that? 15, <laughs> that's $15,000, that's $15,000. Now add it to the $5,000. That's $20,000. Okay, so we cooking, right? We cooking. We cooking, right? So that's only two moves. The, the affiliate part, I'm not even working on the affiliate part. I, that's an affiliate. <laughs> I'm passing you a law. Hey, look, this is my bro. Set him up, do the thing. Mm. Cool. Hit me on the back end. All right, now you got to have assets because you have to protect yourself for the future too. That's your investment. My asset is life insurance. Mm. See, the thing about my asset is that I could pull from my asset right now and still have my asset grow as long as I max fund it. So let's just talk about that. I got that. Cool. I max fund it. Let's put that away now. Now I go into what we would call my upsells. So if I'm selling the videos, I'm making the videos for people or whatever the case may be. All right, cool. Now I put them on like a retainer. I could put them on a retainer for like, oh, forget the retainer. Let's say I make an extra extra couple videos mm-hmm. and I show them how they could shoot their own videos. Or I show them how to, how to edit something. You could use that to upsell. Maybe it's what? Maybe it's $25 or so. Anyway, five people, they bought it. Whatever the case may
2: be, or like a behind the scenes or some pictures, right? Play, something, something,
0: something a little upset. Yeah. something to so make like right. mm-hmm. a extra, right? Whatever, it's just maybe maybe hundred dollars you charge extra. Mm-hmm. That's five hundred dollars, right, for all of them. Cool. Add that to the to the pot. All right. Now I got to go into my investments. What's my investment? My investment is real estate. So I'm a real estate investor. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my money that I got from the hundred thousand dollars from the credit cards that I liquidated for myself, and I'm going to go and I'm going to invest into a fix and flip. Now, let's just say I JV'd it with you. Me and you went on together and we got $20,000 on assignment fee. Cool, mm-hmm. we split that together. I get 10, you get 10. Add 10 to what we just created. That's 30,000. I just showed you how to get your annual, your annual income
2: in a month. And that's with five people. First, they got to find an anchor. Right, find an anchor. Find an anchor. But then you got to have some type of following or ads or somebody got to buy the shit. Remember
0: what I said? Remember, remember what I said, like, the affiliate part. So, the, the first thing you really got to do, your first business should be business of selling. Learn how to sell. Selling is not what you do to people, is what you do for people. Learn how to provide a service of value to people. Learn how to speak to people. Learn how to find out and inquire what somebody wants. Mm-hmm. The following is key. Like, that's where you explode and take it to a whole other level. But I was doing this without a following. I got a community, I built mm-hmm. a community. You get what I'm saying? I build a community. So every time I go with people, that's what I said that, that important thing when my heart was beating and I said, no, I got to raise my hand just to speak. When I did that, people go to me afterwards and say, yo, man, I appreciate that. That was dope. Mm-hmm. I never felt like that. Now, what did I just do? What did I just do just now? I made a connection. Created a connection. And they are already moving and shaking. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. How can I serve you? Yeah, man, I do credit repair. You know, I get people funded. All right, I know exactly what you do now. I do that too now. Hey, yo, look, I can go get you funded X amount of dollars you went into.
2: Ah, uh, see what you did there.
0: Hmm. This is why I said you got to become more effective in less time. And the way that you do it is through strategic partnerships. Um, and there's multiple partnerships that you can have. You can yeah. have, uh, like, if you got a community, you can have somebody come and speak to your community break bread on that. Like, I have plenty of people do that. But okay, let's say you don't have a community. The first thing you can start doing is making a making an ebook. Like everybody has one thing that somebody wants. Everybody has one thing that somebody wants. they be like, "Yo, bro, I like the way you dress. You be sharp, boy." All right, I'm gonna show you how to get styled up. I'm gonna show you where I get this stuff from. I'm gonna show, you. and then now you partner with those people. So when you send them the affiliate, you send them the links, right? To where you got the shirt from. So basically, this is what you would do: you would model everything that you got, and then you itemize everything where you got it from. And if, what I would do, I would go to those people and I would create a partnership with them. Hey, if I send you X amount of people, can we break bread on that? Mm-hmm. Most people say yes. So now I'm just, whatever I get, and it's, I'm sending this stuff for people for free. I'm sending it to them for free. like They're not buying anything from me, but all my affiliates are on this one sheet. So now when they go use this link, I get paid because they use that link, they purchase something from that I mean, i'm about to walk off because i don't know if you know what i'm talking about
2: right you know what i'm saying oh i, I didn't take right. notes okay but i mean everything you're saying makes sense enough and I, and I feel like you can apply this with anything anything and everything everything when is your summit
0: my summit
2: uh well first
0: i got free master classes so i would say join my free master classes on wednesday i have a summit i don't want to you know uh. i want to date the you know Let's just say this, text millions, text, text the word millions to 347 429 and you'll get access to my free workshop where I'm going to show you how to become more effective in less time and be able to turn your annual salary into monthly income. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. That's all I would going to say, just every Wednesday. You get the information from that. And this is what you are teaching. Yeah, that's what I'm teaching. Um, once again, like success comes f- by the person you become, right? So you attract success. Like, let's think about a woman. A woman could be successful based upon what? Say, pussy. <laughs> right, pussy. What, what she got? So what she got? Right. right. All right, and it's attractive, right? It, 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 pussy is attractive, right? Pussy is the, it's the pretty, most right? attractive, right? So success comes by your level of attraction. You just got to become an attractive person. You know that, bro. That's why you come up here with the shade. That's why you come up here with the suit. Because you understand that principle already.
2: Mm-hmm. And, but attraction is not looks. You can be an right. attractive energy, uh-huh. you know, spiritually. And you could be attractive on all levels, honestly. Um, but definitely, I get it. That you have to be attractive.
0: <laughs> and that's the key, be, being an attractive person. Mm-hmm. You gotta become an attractive person. We were talking off camera, right? Um, about being a character. That's what a character is. Mm-hmm. A character is a, an attractive person, something that would be magnetizing to an individual. Mm-hmm. It, th- you already got the money. All the money that exists out there, like this is how I look at it all the money that you want is in somebody else's pocket. It's not to be shady. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true so that's not to be shady Mm -hmm. like because all the money that you have in your pocket right now what are you going to do with the money I'm going to go spend it I'm going to give it to somebody because it belongs to somebody else right Mm -hmm. so you're just giving 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 and but it depends on who you're giving the money to
2: or how you can get that person to give it to you right Mm -hmm.
0: so when all the money that isn't that you want is in other people's pockets you have to find a way to add value to finesse right okay 100% same thing you got to find a way to finesse finesse And if all the impact that you want to make is in somebody else's heart, then you got to have connection. You got to be genuine. You got to be real. You can't just be faking a phone. Like when you come around be your real self and connect to the people that really like who you truly are, that's it. Don't come in here and fake it. Yeah, I understand people got to play things to get to relationships. That ain't me. I'm just being me. Whoever rock with me, rock with me. We're going to win together because I'm going to win regardless. That's my energy. Now, the other part about it is All the potential that you're going to actualize is going to come from with other people. So you're never going to get it alone. You going, you doing it alone is a slow road to success, but like few people have ever ever reached that alone. You walking outside the house, bro, like all of this stuff. You didn't sit and make all of it. Somebody helped you somewhere. You might not even know the people, but they helped. Hmm? You made your chain. Mm -mm. You
2: made your hat. I bought this shit though.
0: somebody made it so all the potential that you're going to actualize is with other people
1: Mm. so even
0: even even like because the clothes make us feel good look good so the clothes make us feel good look good that's helping us reach our greatest potential so the money that you have the way to make more money is putting the money in places that's going to allow you to have money babies have your money get pregnant i want my money to be have a fat stomach get pregnant real fat triplets quadruplets. Triple double tumble, like oh, I want, I want it all, right? And that, that's really. It, it sounds, it sounds funny, but that's the simplest terms. Like the where you put your money, where you place your money, it has to have a return. When you place your money. Mm-hmm. That's why mentorship is amazing. I did the Circle with CEOs mentorship. I spent ten thousand dollars, made fifteen thousand dollars the next very next weekend. You know, Off of one move, met a person in there, built with him, made um, sixty five thousand with him. Now I was up to eighty five thousand with him, but I made sixty five thousand with him at that time um, when I was teaching this stuff. Um, and to me, that was off of one investment from that from that program. I met somebody from that program, and that person invited me to another place, and I went and I spent another ten grand, and then I made basically a total of one twenty. Like I made one hundred and twenty thousand um, dollars, or I collected one hundred and twenty thousand dollars off of a twenty thousand dollar investment, just because of understanding that strategic partnerships. Is the way to become successful. Mm -hmm. Real quick, it's the last thing I want to leave everybody with. Mm. It's this formula. The formula is called renovate, innovate, collaborate. So when I talk about renovate, innovate, collaborate, this is the formula to always know your next steps. That's going to allow you to get to exponential growth. First thing you got to understand is your economic era that you're in. What is the economic era? We are in an economic era of strategic partnerships, and I'll show you how. If you do not have strategic partnerships, most likely you do not have the income that you truly want. Okay. So renovate, innovate, collaborate. First of all, you have to renovate something. You can start with yourself, renovate yourself, become a different person. You got to become somebody new. Bro, you had to become somebody new. After prison, what you do? Reinvent it. Right. Even during prison, you, you did what? Reinvention. Right. And then when you came out, you innovated. You said, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna get this podcast. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. I believe in me. I know my brand is gonna win." I met you one day. I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna be on your show one day. I'm gonna rock with you one day." That was in Miami. Fast forward. I'm sitting right here next to you. So, like, understand how how powerful it is with the language. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. You renovated, innovated, and then you collaborated. So now you're working with all these other people, and your bag get large, or you you get an exposure, right? Mm-hmm. So, same thing. All of the top companies utilize this formula. When you think about Netflix.
2: collaboration First, which which industry did they renovate? Film. No, no. Um, TV, entertainment. Movie rental. Movie rental. Video rental. They
0: they reinvented this one. Like, they, they renovated that, right? So what they said was they took Blockbuster's formula. Blockbuster's, hey, this whole world where you can get any video and you can watch any movie and whatever. The issue with that was they had to go and walk to Blockbuster. They had to return the movie, return the uh, film, whether it was snowing, whether it was whatever was going on, you had to return it. Um, Netflix said, okay, let's, instead of you walking to the store, let's bring the store to you. Renovation number one. Not only did they renovate it, they innovated. They put their own twist. They put their own spin on. You put your own twist and spin on. You talk Mm -hmm. about rich and unemployed. That's your own spin. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So their own spin was, Now, instead of you renting out one or two at a time, you can rent the whole store for one one flat rate. What? I get access to millions of movies with one price? No brainer. Okay, cool. They took it up another level. And then they said, I'm going to collaborate. Who did they collaborate with? See, Blockbuster had connections with Paramount, connections with uh, Pixar, all of these people. Netflix had connections with the everyday person. Oh, you are a star on YouTube. Let's bring them in and do a show with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got this production company. Let's bring your production company in. Oh, hey, the everyday person. Why? Because they understood that if I partner with the everyday person, the everyday person is going to advertise for me. I just cut my advertising budget in half. I just made money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Snap it up, clap it up for myself. That's the same thing. Same principle. And then they mm-hmm. used the principle again. Renovate, innovate, collaborate. Kept doing it. So now they partner up with the big companies now, right? And now they have like Netflix deals with T-Mobile, right? Now they got all these other things with these other carriers where like if you go sign up for T-Mobile today, you get a year of Netflix for free. T-Mobile done paid Netflix out. Hey, look, give me your service for a year up front. What? Bro, I just made money and I don't even know what... Look. I should stop talking, man. Yeah, because I'm giving away a lot of stuff that is, is real simple, but you might not think about it this mm-hmm. way. This is why mindset is very important. You can't get enough of that. The, the most, the, the, the greatest tool in the world is a mind. The most powerful tool in the world is a made up mind. You got to make up your mind to make a decision. Sometimes you got to get mad and make a difference in your life and say, I'm going to go out there to choose to decide to cut everything off that's not in alignment with my assignment. And I'm going to make sure that I'm vibrating on the highest frequency possible because whatever I see frequently becomes my frequency. Stop listening to the rap music that 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 traps your mind. Stop listening to all the gossip. Stop listening to things that's not in alignment with your assignment and see how fast your life goes. See how fast your life goes into the direction that you truly want to be in. And, you know, that's that's really what I want to leave them with.
2: Is that Yo, too much right there? Give him a hand clap for Sean. <laughs> <laughs> hand clap. Thank you. Hey, you just went in, man. God damn. I knew you was a powerful brother, but um, sitting here for an hour with you, man, it really opened my mind to, like, how you really think. And everything that we talked about before kind of makes sense. Even looking at your brand, like, I understand how your mind works. I'm going to take a couple pieces from that, too. Yeah, bro. What else you got to leave with the people, man, before we exit out of here, man? I love leaving with this note because
0: um, there might be some people out there who feel like they might not have what it takes to be successful. They might feel like they don't have the people that's supporting them. I'm going to tell you like this there's a you inside. I'm going to take my glasses off for this one because I got to look at y'all. You, you got to see my eyes. There's a you inside of you that you haven't even met yet. There's a you inside of you that's waiting for you to be the best version of yourself, for you to live to create beautiful experiences. Which things in your life have to die for you to give birth to you reaching your greatest potential? See, I'm gonna tell you right this, you're the star of your movie, but in order for you to be the star of your movie, you gotta be the MVP of your life. You gotta be the most valuable participant. See, you can't sit around and wait for things to happen, you gotta go out and make things happen. When you talk about becoming a mailbox millionaire, getting mailbox money, talking about getting paid in your sleep, either you get paid in your sleep or you work till you die. You got a choice to make. But I'm sending you love. I'm sending you beautiful, positive energy because you are amazing. You are whole. You are complete. You are everything that you ever needed to be. Mindset mogul.
2: Wow. Well, this is Rich and the podcast. Man, this is great. (laughs) Very motivational, man. Very motivational. I appreciate you coming through. (laughs) Appreciate you having me,
1: Ken.